Hey there, Donna Ashton here. And listen, I get you. You're already busy with a full calendar and trying to squeeze in some inspiration and learning here. So I won't waste your time or bring fluffy crap you can't use. I'm here to help you design a simplified business you can scale and help you work less and make more. This show is for high achieving coaches and experts who want strategies to unlock the next level in their business and create days that allow creative time and space for family, all while increasing revenue. Let's get to it. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the Work Less, Make More podcast. In today's episode, we are talking about delegating. And it may sound boring and it may sound like, oh, I've heard all this before. I know you're supposed to delegate things that you're not supposed to do anymore and that you can't do everything in your business. And there are different times and different stages of business as we are growing. But if if I'm talking to you and if I'm talking to my like first class client, these people are ready to start delegating some of their stuff. Now, I think it's really hard, especially if you're at that uh, $100,000, multiple $100,000, maybe even until you get to a million dollars, you know, where you're still doing some things that may not be your total genius. And if you want an, an excellent book on staying in your genius and trying to figure out what that is, I highly recommend um, The Big Leap. But I think it's Gay Hendricks. And I put that off a long time, but it's a very good book. But I'm here today for to, to talk to you about delegating in a little bit different way. I want you to start thinking of delegating in terms of energy and time, because that's really what I'm all about. That's really what I'm talking about when it comes to simplifying your business and scaling your business. It's all that it all comes back down to doing less effort, (laughs) maybe exuding less effort and working less time and just like doing the things that make you joyful and happy. And of course, we can't always do everything, you know, that we love and just forget the rest of it. But it may be time for you to start putting over some of these things, delegating or deleting some of these things that um, are are no longer valid. So we're going to talk a little bit about how to delegate from a place of energy um, and, you know, kind of delegate what's not your brilliance, because what it ends up doing is diluting, right? It dilutes your energy. So if you are like in the zone and let's just say for you, your, your brilliance, your genius, whatever you want to call it is the actual coaching or the actual helping people. And you love that, but then you spend half the time doing that and half the time um, marketing or working on invoicing and, and bookkeeping and all this other stuff. And then all that time that you could be thinking about how to make your clients' experiences better and get them better transformations, get them better results, hone your craft, if you will, you know, how can you even make what you're doing even better? I, I think sometimes we just are like flowing through our business, just kind of, if you could see me now, I'm just like, 
Picture like someone rushing through big tall leaves and trees like in a jungle, pushing leaves aside and running as, as, as much as we can through that. Uh, just trying to make our way the best we can. But if their path was already cleared or there were several paths, you have time and you can slow down. You can decide which way you want to go. You can say, hey, this path over here is a little bit better. It's going to be a lot easier and less effort. And your results are going to be a lot better. And you won't be like cutting your legs and having things flop in your face and, you know, kind of blindly push through your way through the jungle. So if you have some more energy and time, everything just becomes better for you because you are refreshed. You are standing in that queen bee power and you don't have to feel like you're deluding yourself and doing a bunch of things that are taking you away from your genius. And I know there are many, many business books out there that talk about the proper way to delegate and all that. I'm not going to get into all that because that's, that's easy tactical things. And, you know, I can give you a couple suggestions at the end of this to kind of figure it out. So, but I really want you to think about how much time you are spending doing things that either one, you hate, or two, you just aren't getting you any results that you can see. You know, you've probably heard, um, you know, the term of like doing um, income generating actions, like doing tasks that are income generating. And I'm not even talking about that. What I'm talking about is that zone that you get in where time stands still, like, or when I'm in the garden, I can be out there for like five hours and I have no, I, like, I come in and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's five o'clock. I can't believe that I've been out there so long. Like I have no idea. I'm just having such a great time. Sometimes it's a little hot and sticky, but I still love it. I'm digging and I'm planting and I'm weeding and I'm whatever I'm doing, you know, I'm just all in it. And so there's no distractions or thoughts of doing anything else. I'm just right there. So present and loving every minute of it. Even if I'm hot and sweaty and buggy, I still feel so much joy in what I'm doing. And especially when I look out and can look at it like the next day and I'm like, Oh, look what I did. Even if it was just a tiny thing that no one else notices, but I notice. So that's what I'm meaning when I'm like in the zone where you're just like, this is it. If I could just spend all my days doing that, that's what I would do. So obviously there will be some other things that we will have to do. And I can't spend all my days just, you know, working in the garden. And I do love coaching my clients and speaking with clients. And I do that a lot of times, but of course there are other things I have to do in my business, but I've got things whittled down so refined that most of the time I'm because speaking and um, having conversations is my big thing. I love to have conversations. So I'm having a conversation with you right now. This is part of my marketing, right? And I go to networking events and I have conversations. I have coffee chats with people and I have conversations and they, they become my clients or they don't. I, I have conversations with my clients and I move them forward. So many of the things that I've, I'm doing now revolves around that because I 
no, that's a superpower. It's something I love to do. So instead of me like writing long blog posts or spending time creating TikToks or whatever, I know that my joy and my brilliance is in having conversations. So I've turned my business into how many places can it be a conversation? And now it doesn't feel like so much, it doesn't feel like marketing or coaching or networking. It just feels like having conversations. So this is what I'm saying for you. I want your brilliance to be your business to kind of start flowing from all of those places. And maybe having conversations is not the thing for you. And it took me a little while to figure that all out. But I want you to start thinking about the things that you are doing that you really just are like, I can't stand this. I don't want to do this anymore. Or I don't even know why I'm doing this. It's not getting me any results. Um, But so-and-so said I should keep posting on Instagram or Pinterest or keep doing a YouTube video or whatever. And I think the time for all of that is, is really falling away. And I want you to bring your own authenticity and what you really love to your business, because what you love, other people will love. And that strength and joy will come through. And whether five people or 500 people are listening to this podcast, I don't care. I love to get on here and just talk. (laughs) And I do it once a week. And I think it's great. And it just gives me a chance to teach and um, I would do it regardless. So I want that for you. So I want you to start thinking about delegating, not just as, yeah, I know I'm doing this thing and I shouldn't be doing it anymore. And stop thinking of it as so much of a practical thing or a thing you should be doing, but start looking at the repercussions of what of why, you know, of what's happening behind it. So instead of you spending hours creating social media posts that some people may or not, may not be seeing it, you know, what is maybe one thing could replace that and it could take care of, you know, getting new clients, something you love to do. Like what, if you could just close your eyes and kind of say, if I didn't have to do these social media posts, how could I still reach my clients? There's so many ways to do this. So, and I'm not going to just using that as one example, but this is something that I I work with my clients to do. Like, how can we take those things that are just like a thorn in your side and are taking up so much time and just aren't producing any results? And how can we change things around for you a little bit? So it's about creating, and I say creating, and I'm actually, the word has just, I say designing or I, again, I think of this artist with a, with a blank canvas and a brush, like it's up to you how you want to have to come up with a better word, paint your business and how it can look. And that includes all of the things of your business. That includes the sales, the marketing, the invoicing, the bookkeeping, um, all of that. I mean, those things have to be done, but it's, it's up to you how and who is doing those things. And you don't have to feel so trapped behind, oh my gosh, yeah, but no one's going to do it as good as me, or I don't have anybody to put that off on. And um, there's always people out there who love to do the thing that you hate to do. You know, there there are so many people who have so many different um, 
skills and loves and different types of people who just love all of the detail organizational stuff that I can't stand. And it's like, oh, if I have to really think about that, I'm just never going to do it. I'm going to keep pushing it aside, but someone else loves it. So let's give it to them to do. So one thing that I'll say about like trying to figure out what you could do, and this is something you've probably heard, and I don't really know another way to do it other than, you know, you can sit there and kind of go through your day. If you don't know what you do, or you're like, I don't know, I do so many things in a day, I have no idea, then do one of those time analysis is whatever they are, where you, you can do it over a couple days. I suggest at least three business days so that you really get an idea for what you're doing and also pick a typical week to do it. If you're like suddenly working on a project that you only work on every six months, don't do it that week, but just do a typical week in the life of your business and um, if you have a hard time doing this, like I do, because I'll get so caught up in what I'm doing, I'll totally forget to write down. And then I'll be like, oh my gosh, what have I done for the last three hours? Just take a timer on your phone or you just set a timer for every 30 minutes or every 60 minutes. And then just stop and jot down either in your notes or on a piece of paper or whatever, uh, what you just did over the last hour. And, and just say 30 minutes, uh, reply to emails, 30 minutes worked on um, whatever, you know, this project over here. So you're just giving an idea of what you're doing. Cause I think most of us don't even realize all the little things that we're doing. And then once you have that done, you can really take a look and try to chunk those up and see how much time are you actually spending on this little project that you said was just going to be something quick and that you could take, take it on, or how much time are you spending on scrolling through Facebook groups or looking at Instagram reels, how much time are you spending, you know, uh, doing little things like checking emails and responding to customers as soon as they text you or something like how many things are you doing that you're one, not even supposed to be doing or two, just wasting time doing. I think there's a lot of time sucks that we are probably doing in our days. But again, this is not that type of a, I don't, I'm not that type of a time uh, management like coach or anything like that. I'm trying to get more into the heart of it and the energy of it. And I want you to look at what you love doing, what you don't love doing. So you can kind of take a look at those things and try to chunk them into maybe 10 categories or maybe more, but like, let's take the top things that you're doing and kind of put them down into categories. So if you do it for a week or you do it for three days, out of those three days or five days, how many hours are you working on this, this, this? Start with the, like the biggest chunks. Well, I've spent, you know, the most time coaching my clients or I spend the most time working on this website design for my clients, whatever it might be. So you're just getting a real good eye for like exactly where your time is going. And this is, this will be eye-opening, I promise. I know it's a pain and it's like, ugh, the last thing you want to do, but it will totally open your eyes. So you're like, oh, I thought I was only spending a few minutes doing that. We have no perception sometimes what we're doing. And, and I feel like in order for you to be able to start looking and discerning, you have to know what you're doing. It's that awareness. We're shining a light on what you're actually doing. And for those of you who are like, really booked out, you know, when you do have breaks, what are you doing during those breaks? Are you just 
you know, working on something else? Are you taking a walk? Because self-care is also part of all of this. If you don't have a time to recharge and rejuvenate, do you work out? Do you take walks? Do you leave and go away and come back and, you know, have some kind of lunch breaks? Or are you like eating at your desk while you have five minutes until the next client? So really take a look at all of that and see how much time are you spending um, taking breaks within your day as well. And once you have this, you can start looking at, and you can kind of put them in the categories of what you love and what you don't love. If you think about doing a, um, a box uh, or like a, a big X, I said X, but more like a plus sign on your paper, a plus sign. And on the left side, let's just say it is things you love. And on the right side is things you don't love or things you hate, if you want to say that. Maybe not hate, but just don't like as much. And then on the top part, it could be things you love that are getting really good results, things you hate that are getting really good results. And then on the bottom half, it's like things you love that are not getting results and things you don't love that are not getting any good results. And start putting these things under these boxes. It's very eye-opening. <laughs> Because you can look right away at the things, even if you love them, um, but you know the, the immediate box of I don't love this and it's not getting good results could be things that can just be deleted. Like, do you have to continue um, writing that blog post? Nobody's reading it. You hate doing it. You said, you know, your SEO person told you three years ago it was really good to do this, to kind of rank in the Google searches, but you never see any of that. So if it's if you don't like it and you're not getting any results from it, it's a good time to cut it free. And then for those things that you do love that are not getting results, then it's time to take a look at that. Like, can you just say, well, I, you know, I do love it, but it's not getting results and I really don't have time. And by, by crossing those things out, or maybe it's just one thing, I will, it'll open me up to do, things more in the things I love and as getting results box. Or perhaps it can be tweaked. Like where maybe there's something you're missing where you're not getting the results. Can it be tweaked a little bit? Um, I know for a while I was doing a YouTube channel and I, it was very similar to what I'm doing now because I was just talking, <laughs> but nobody was really responding very much over there. So I kind of gave up on it and then switched to doing a podcast. Uh, to me, it's basically the same thing. Only it's even better because some days like now I don't have to have full makeup and um, be all ready to go. No one can, can see me, <laughs> but um, the podcast has been really amazing and it's getting a lot more traction and uh, it's actually even easier. So if I just kept on going like, well, I'll just keep on giving another year over here on my YouTube channel, um, I probably really wouldn't have gotten anywhere and I might have just, you know, said, forget it. Uh, and then really had just a wasted time where the podcast is something people can listen to. And it's a lot easier. People like listening to podcasts and it's easier for me to do and I'm getting results. So sometimes things can be tweaked in that box. And then for those things that you don't like doing but are getting results, well, this is the time to really take a look at that. That's the box that you can start looking at. Can I be putting this off to someone else? Um, is it time for me to let this go? Because it is, or is there a different way I can do it that will still produce the results that you're getting, but 
you won't have to hate it so much. <laughs> you know, can part of it be handed off? This is the time, and I can't just, I'm not gonna sit here and just go through every scenario, but this is the place where it's like, okay, what can we do with those things that really are a thorn in our side, yet we don't wanna throw the baby out with the bathwater because it is bringing in clients or it is getting results in your business and you can't just like shut everything down. So then it's time to look at that and look into some um, alternatives, you know, can someone who loves doing logos or whatever, using the word logos, because I know that Canva can be a real time suck over there. And some people love it and some people hate it. And I know for me, it's like, I'm just good enough that I can get snagged in there for an hour working on something that probably takes somebody else 10 minutes and it'll look a lot better. And I could pay someone $25 to do something that it just took me an hour to do. And it was a waste of my time even though I kind of like it. <laughs> so those are the type of things that can be like kind of tricky. So um, I highly recommend that you do this. If you're like, I would love someone to help me walk through all the stuff that we just talked about and really look at your business from an uh, objective place and help with some delegating, help with moving things around, tweaking things, streamlining things so that you are staying in your genius and your brilliance then I'd love to set up a conversation with you and we can pop on. I can kind of see where you at, where you're at at your business. And um, I have a super affordable uh, six week coaching package where it's my simplifying package, where I take you through all these things and so much more. We'll talk about delegating and decisions and time and everything in your business, looking at your offers and looking at the way you're running your business. And so there'll be lots of things that'll be going over, but delegating is a big part of it. So if you are interested, I would love to set up a chat. So just click the link. I'll have it here in the show notes and get on my calendar. Uh, there's no um, you know, you don't have to sign up with me or whatever, there's no obligation, but we can just have a conversation and see if it's time for you to, um, move in the direction of getting some help and start streamlining and simplifying your business. Okay. Well, I hope this helped with delegating. I really want you to think of it from a place of an energy, um, and time versus just all of the things I like to do and don't like to do. It's, it's a little bit of a complicated subject as I was talking through it today, but um, you are the artist, you are the gardener, you are the designer of your business, and you don't have to be backed into a corner and forced to do things that you don't want to do, especially if you are at the place in business where you should be, if you're listening to this, you've already got some success, you have clients, you have a good income coming in. It's time now to shift from the autopilot and doing things the way everybody else says to do it and to start doing things that will really honor you and your happiness and your joy and your brilliance in your business so that you can really relax and love your business every day and not work so hard and have so much effort out that you can just be the person that you are supposed to be and impact the people that you're supposed to impact. So, all right. I hope this gave you good food for thought. And until next time, I will talk to you then. I hope you got some juicy nuggets to inspire and show you simplifying and scaling is easier than you think. If you're ready to tame the chaos of your business into a simpler model while increasing your impact and income, grab my free simplify and scale template at donnaashton.com forward slash template, or check the link in the show notes. See you next time.